Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. The sun is out for now as we look over cooler North Hills. Doesn't that look beautiful? We'll get ready for colder temperatures, though. Many of us will be under a freeze warning by tomorrow morning. Good evening and thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Julian Grace. Meteorologist Anthony Baglione is in the WRL Severe Weather Center with how cold it could get. Anthony. Julian, we're talking temperatures here for everyone right about that freezing mark, if not lower. And so that freeze warning you were mentioning here a second ago, all of those areas you see outlined here in that purple color contour, that's what we're talking about, mainly along and west of I-95. We're going to see temperatures as low as about 26 degrees here into our Sunday morning. So what I'll say is make sure to protect the plants if you have any outside that have started blooming at this point those outdoor pipes as well as the pets tonight. It is certainly going to be a chilly forecast for everyone. We sit right now fairly comfortable. It's a little bit cool, but we're in the mid to upper 50s, even a low 60 there in Fayetteville. Those temperatures will continue to drop tonight, though. There's a look here across the area. 31 there in Roxborough, 33 in Raleigh. Those areas that do not have that freeze warning, Julian, they are still going to be cold, but we're not quite to that 32 degree mark. We'll talk about, though, can you believe it? Some 80s that could be in the forecast. So that's on the horizon. We'll show you when it arrives here in a few minutes. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen the 80s. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Anthony. We'll see you later. Breaking news in Raleigh, where police have made an arrest in a connection with a cold case that dates all the way back to 1990. Detectives have arrested a suspect in a burglary and rape reported on the 200 block of South State Street. The victim, 73-year-old female, we're told, reported that the suspect broke into her home and demanded money and then raped her. Police say they obtained new evidence as part of the sexual assault kit initiative and the combined DNA index system. As a result, investigators arrested 51-year-old DeAndre Smith yesterday. He faces charges of first-degree rape, first-degree sexual offense, and kidnapping. The victim in this case died in 1992. Smith is in jail under a $500,000 bond and has a first court appearance on Monday. In New York, investigators are preparing for the possible indictment of former President Donald Trump. This is connected to the investigation into hush money payments made to adult film star Stormy Daniels. Law enforcement agencies have reportedly been meeting to discuss security and the possibility of the arrest of a former U.S. president. If Trump is indicted, it would involve setting a date and time for him to surrender. Well, Duke will not make it to the Sweet 16. After losing to the Tennessee Volunteers, the Blue Devils are now out of the tournament. WRL sports anchor Chris Lee is live now in Orlando, and Chris, it's a tough loss for the team because some people thought they would go all the way. Yeah, Julian, a lot of great things were happening for Duke in their bracket. Purdue, the number one team, lost yesterday, and it looked like it was opening up a path for Duke. So if they could just get past this, well, things would have looked very sweet for them in New York. But that didn't happen today. They ran into a volunteers team that absolutely pushed them around. This team is an older, more experienced, more physical team. And that's exactly why this game ended the way it did with Duke losing. And now their season is over. And after the game, of course, the players were distraught in the locker room. 
makes you just makes you rethink everything. So being able to just take this take this feeling and just add it on the fire, you know, I'm just gonna use it as work, I'm gonna use it as uh, perseverance. Uh, just knowing that this is gonna be my last time playing with my brothers, you know, that was the main thing. Just knowing that, you know, all the stuff we've been through this year, you know. That's the only thing that was going through my mind, just everything we've been through this year, all the adversity we had to go through, everybody saying we was too young, wasn't going to be here. You know, it was just a you know, bittersweet moment, really. Now, you just heard from Derek Lively and Derek Whitehead. Both guys are considered to be one and dones, but Derek Lively sounded as if he could possibly think about coming back. He was talking about getting back in with his brothers. Derek Whitehead made it seem like he was done. He said that he felt like he was upset because it was his last game with his brothers. So we'll see what happens with Duke as a lot of things are going to be moving in this offseason. But for right now, their season is over, losing to Tennessee 65-52. to well, so many emotions out there tonight. Chris Lee reporting live tonight in Orlando. Thank you. We will see you later in sports. The state is warning families about a formula that could make infants sick. Pergo issued a recall of Gerber Good Start Soothe Pro Infant Formula because of concerns about bacteria. The first symptoms for infants who could be infected include a fever, excessive crying, or low energy. The state health department says it has not found any infections linked to the product in North Carolina. St. Patrick's Day may be over, but the fun and festivities last all weekend long. With that in mind, RPD has extra officers out tonight to help make sure things don't get out of hand. WRL's Brett Neese is live along Glenwood South. And Brett, what's it like out there right now? Looks kind of quiet. Well, a little quiet, but it's starting to get lively out here, Julian. You know, add in this nice weather, add in a holiday, and Glenwood South even busier than it normally would be but right now dinner time so maybe some people are going in for uh, some food at some restaurants but take a look at some of the video we've shot over the last uh, hour or so hundreds of more people have come out to the bars and restaurants here in that time along glenwood south if this st patrick's day weekend is anything like last year police officers they're going to be busy last year wrl investigates found there were more than 40 complaints and crimes reported in the area including assaults fights car crashes even a person falling from the balcony of a condo people we've talked to though they're hoping none of that happens and they can have a good time i mean the weather wasn't too nice yesterday but today it's so beautiful, beautiful. so i'm just glad i can spend it with my best friend and her boyfriend and her, their friends now, earlier this week, police presented new crime statistics to city council showing more crime has been reported on Glenwood South over the last year as police work to crack down on some of those complaints in this area. Of course, this area known for its bars, restaurants, nightlife. So far, so good, though. We're going to be out here and we'll check in with you, uh, Julian, at our later newscast. All right. We know things will pick up later this evening. Thanks, Brett Neese, reporting live in Glenwood South tonight. Thank you. Let's go to some breaking news. At least 12 people are dead after an earthquake in Ecuador. A 6.7 magnitude earthquake hit the southern part of the country today. The United States Geological Survey says the earthquake was nearly 40 miles deep. There is no tsunami warning in effect for the area, according to the U.S. National Weather Service. The airports in nearby cities remain open and are operational. Today, people in the Muslim community protested Shaw University's recent decision to only allow students to use this mosque. There is the protest there. Earlier this week, the school announced the general public would not be able to use it. The school originally closed the mosque when the pandemic began. Since then, it has only been available to students. The Iman for the mosque says he thinks the school is discriminating against them. And that's why we are here. All we want is the right for us to worship to go inside our mosque and pray. 
This is the first protest since the mosque closed to the public. Fayetteville police are investigating after someone fired shots at a Waffle House last night. It happened around 10 p.m. at the Waffle House on Cedar Creek Road in Fayetteville. No one was shot or hurt. No one is in custody so far. Police are still searching for the shooter. Now, this was the same Waffle House where a robbery happened yesterday. Police said the two incidents are not related. Police arrested a driver they say was involved in a deadly hit and run accident in Fayetteville. 39 year old Amber Vault is now facing a felony hit and run charge. She's in the Cumberland County Jail under a $60,000 secure bond. The accident happened near Cliffdale Road where 48 year old Mark Sweat was crossing. A car struck him and he later died from his injuries. Police say they later found Vault in her vehicle in a parking lot on Walmart or near Walmart on the same road. A power outage caused animal services in Cumberland County today to close. Here's why. The county says all the animals at the shelter are safe and the at a location on Tom Starling Road in secure areas. Services such as adoption and drop-offs were not available today since the shelter is operating on backup power. People who have an emergency should call the Cumberland County Emergency Services. Animal services is expected to be operating on a normal schedule on Monday. Finding a place to live in Raleigh is tough. Finding somewhere affordable is even tougher. Now, for many families, it's just about impossible. But some people are trying to make a difference. Habitat for Humanity is in the middle of building their latest community in the Triangle. Still, they say more needs to be done to make sure everyone has someplace safe to sleep at night. WRL's Eric Miller has the story. With each swing of the hammer and each cut of the saw, a new neighborhood takes shape in Southeast Raleigh. It's the American dream. Some assembly required. We've been uh, putting up trusses back here. Steve McCullough is one of the people helping build that dream. By day, he works in communications, but every weekend, he's right here, volunteering with Habitat for Humanity. Less a labor than a labor of love. See the houses going up? It's spectacular. But these homes are about more than fulfillment. They're part of the brand new Old Pool Place, a neighborhood that'll eventually include 60 single-family homes and 45 townhomes near the intersection of Old Pool and Bethel Roads, housing aimed at lower-income residents. There's so much need. One in four families cannot afford housing right now. Patricia Birch is CEO of Habitat for Humanity of Wake County. She says while this development helps, it's just a single brick in the housing wall. Is this making a significant dent in, in our need here in Raleigh? So what this is doing, it is making a dent. Pull the whole thing toward the house. No, toward the house. Even getting these homes built has been a challenge. Habitat first announced the development in November 2022, but had to delay construction multiple times. A slow start for a major project. This one is different because it is the largest development we have done from raw ground. And while it won't solve the housing crisis overnight, the thought of families stepping through these future doors keeps these volunteers going. That's the best part. In Raleigh. Eric Miller, WRAL News. Eric left us with some more information. Habitat for Humanity hopes to have the first houses completed by the end of June. Finishing the entire neighborhood will likely take three years. Today, some people decided to run for a cause. How money raised today could help save lives and why it means so much to so many people. Plus, as we look live over Lake Gaston, meteorologist Anthony Baglione has how warm we will get in the next week.
You're taking a live look over Beaufort right now. It looks all quiet there, very calm, but look at those clouds. Well, welcome back. There was a run this morning to fight childhood cancer. This was the 11th annual Ella's race. People gathered at the Northridge Country Club for the run. This event honors Ella Newmiller, a young girl who died after battling a rare non-operable cancer. We spoke with Ella's mom, Renee Newmiller, about what this race means to her. Bittersweet day, but we know Ella would be so happy to know that we are still fighting to find a cure to bring hope uh, to other children and to other families who are facing a very hopeless diagnosis. Now, Chick-fil-A hosted the event. The past 10 races have raised more than $340,000 for pediatric cancer research. Wayne County Public Schools has a message for job seekers. Help is wanted. The district held a job fair today. The school system is hiring employees for all positions, from bus drivers to teachers, with increased pay to meet the demand, we're told. There will also be a virtual job fair on Wednesday, March 29th, from 1 to 4 p.m. Now, you can learn more about available positions by visiting waynecountyschools.org. The town of Mooresville today celebrated an ancient Hindu festival marking the end of winter. People enjoyed the free Holy Festival this afternoon at Cedar Fork Community Park. The Holy Festival is inclusive of all faiths and cultures as one of the main themes of the festival is unity. Mooresville's Holy Festival featured dance performances, colorful holy powders, and food. Ah, love, love, love the food there. What a great celebration out there. Ah, look at that behind you, Anthony. You know, it's, it's cool out, but it's not too cool to enjoy that. Right, it's cool, and we have the sunshine, which I think really, at least for me personally, makes a big difference on your mood, right? You walk outside and it's just that it vitamin D. <laughs> but we are gonna start to see some more cloud cover here as we head into tonight. Probably just partly cloudy skies. Overall, not too, too concerned about that. But let's get us started here with a beautiful shot. Our late Gaston camera, you can see the waves bouncing around just a little bit. Wind speeds have been a little bit gusty this afternoon afternoon, but they're starting to relax a little bit. And what that signals is as we head into tonight, temperatures are going to continue to fall. Those wind speeds really allow them to get pretty chilly here into tomorrow morning. If we had straight calm winds, I think those temperatures would be even colder, but we'll probably have about five to six miles an hour winds or so tonight. We're at 58 right now in Raleigh, 58 in Durham. All of us still fairly comfortable. It's just a little bit cool, but if you want to head outside here this evening, maybe you go for a run, take the dog out. We're talking temperatures still in the mid 50s. Mostly sunny skies. It should actually be a pretty pleasant evening before we start to see some really chilly temperatures into tonight. There is where we currently have a freeze warning in place. It's mainly along and west of I-95. When we head into tomorrow night, everyone is going to be talking about the freeze warning. And I'll show you that graphic here in just a second. But what this is saying, we're talking temperatures sub freezing or at least right around that freezing mark to as low as about 26 into tomorrow morning. Make sure to bring the pet in. Make sure to protect any of those plants that have started to potentially bloom. If you have a potted plant outside, just bring it inside and protect it here with those temperatures pretty chilly here tomorrow morning. We're going to be right about 38 there in Clinton, 37 in Goldsboro. So those spots that do not have the freeze warning, it's still going to be cold, but not quite as cold as everywhere else. Otherwise, right about that freezing mark, if not a couple degrees colder, dropping into the upper 20s potentially. Tomorrow it will be chillier though. We're talking temperatures in the upper 40s and low 50s. We will keep the sun Sunshine. So that'll help us out just a little bit, but it'll be cooler than what we saw today with those chilly temperatures tomorrow morning. And then again tomorrow night into Monday morning. So kids at the bus stop as you're headed out to work, even bundle up Monday morning. Everyone has that freeze warning in place tomorrow night once again. 
Spring is going to be here on Monday. It's not going to feel like it here in the next couple of days. We have about two days that starts officially at 524 PM Monday afternoon, but watch what happens here when we get beyond our Monday. Our normal for this time of year is 64. We're going to hit that on Tuesday. Then we head to 67 on Wednesday. 80 by Thursday, so certainly it is trending above normal, much above normal here in our extended forecast. So we have kind of two seasons going on here. I think we have or even really three. We have kind of the winter and then the transition to some spring and then summer back in the forecast by Thursday and Friday. We're at 55 here on our Monday. Lots of sunshine. You notice we really don't have any big systems on the way. No big rain chances. 64 there on Tuesday, 67 on Wednesday. Still lots of sunshine here for most of us this week. Maybe a stray shower on Wednesday. I would not cancel plans. If if you have anything going on then. Then Julian, Friday, 84, feeling like summer, sunshine. It's looking like a pretty good forecast here for most of us. Oh, it is. It's looking pretty good. Thanks, Anthony. Coming up in sports, Duke falls to Tennessee in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Hear from players in the locker room after the break. Duke has gotten to the Sweet 16 in five of its last six tournament appearances. The Blue Devils were trying to go seven of eight with today's matchup against five seed Tennessee. Big injury news out the gate. Freshman Mark Mitchell, who has started every game this season for the Blue Devils, was hurt in Friday's practice. Jeremy Roach got things going early, hits this three to give Duke an early lead. Physicality was so big in this one. Check out this elbow. Totally cool basketball play. Just incidental. Kyle Filipowski gets a nice cut under his eye, setting the tone here. Now I'm going to show you this Proctor fadeaway jump shot towards the end. It'll give the end of the first half. It's going to give Duke a 21 to 19 point lead. And I point it out because Duke did not score again until about three minutes into the second half. Tennessee just cruises from there, Olivier Kumwa hits the three. He had over 20 points in the second half. He was a Blue Devil destroyer in this one. And to put an exclamation point on the physicality, Kamwa with the put-back slam with just over a minute left. Duke is going to fall in this one. 65-52. to 52. Tennessee will advance to the Sweet 16. Let's go ahead now to Orlando, Florida, where Chris Lee is live. He was in the locker room after the game. Chris, what were things like as Duke uh, soaks up this loss and exit in the NCAA tournament? Absolutely, Lewis. Of course, you know that things had to be sad and and. One of those things where you weren't going to go into a locker room full of guys that were happy about what was going on. And even before we walked into that locker room, there were tears going on from the support staff, from the managers, from the people who work around this team. And you could already get the feeling of what it was going to be like walking in. And Derek Whitehead had tears in his eyes when he was talking to us, even said that he knew when the last buzzer went off, this was going to be his last time playing with his brothers. He's expected to go to the NBA draft, but the reason why Duke lost in this one was physicality, and this was an older, more experienced team that absolutely just pushed them around in the locker room. Duke talked about that physicality. You know, we, 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 we weren't knocked back. You know, they were throwing elbows. It's nothing new to us, you know. We're going to get back at him. That's what we did. We tried to try to go right back at him. I know me down low. I was working against either one or two people, one, two and a half people, you know. Being able to make sure that, you know, we're not shying away from physicality. I don't think we shied away. I just think... You know, we could have taken the ball. We could have taken care of the ball in a couple of possessions that, you know, would have translated later in the game. But, you know, they just pulled this one out. You know, they're a great team. Yeah, I think it was the biggest thing. Um, they jumped on us early. They were in passing lanes. They were denying passes around the perimeter. Um, I think it disrupted our offense and our flow. 
Um, couldn't get into a lot of sets just because of it. The forced turnovers in the first half. Um, hard to even get the ball in. Uh, you know, like I said, hats off to them. They were a very physical team. They came out. They were prepared. You know, you could tell that they scouted very well. So hats off to them. I, like I said, I felt like they're a top 10 team. And I feel like we were a top 10 team. But we just got outplayed tonight. So I feel like, you know, we just got to, you know, put our heads down, hang our hats to them, and just, you know, continue to keep working. Of course, Duke was missing a key piece to their defense. Mark Mitchell, six foot eight, long, rangy, one of their best defenders, and also has started every single game this season up until now. Missed the game. Five minutes before the game, John Shire found out he wouldn't play because he tweaked his knee and practiced yesterday. Bad timing for the Duke Blue Devils, but we'll see what happens and see who decides to come back, see who decides to leave as the Blue Devils have to retool for John Shire's next season, his second season as their head coach. Lewis? All right, Chris, thank you so much. Let's go ahead and turn now to the women's game. Duke and UNC both getting ready to play either tonight or in the middle of playing. The update, most recent update, UNC leads St. John 61-58 to with two seconds left in that game. So we will keep you posted at Fox 50 and WRL later on tonight with how that one finishes up. And then Duke, the women's basketball team, they are hosting the second round in Durham. They are going to play 14 seed Iona. That game is scheduled to begin at 9.30 tonight. Something to keep an eye on there, Julian. It's uh, fun times in March. Men's may be out yes. of the NCAA tournament, but women's basketball still moving as we uh, move deeper into the month. All right, Lewis, we'll see you later. Plenty of basketball still to talk about. Thanks for joining us. All right, thanks for joining us tonight. Next on NBC Nightly News, you'll hear from that Cinderella team and that big upset in the tournament. Then at 7 o'clock, it has already been a busy legislative session for the General Assembly. We'll have more on that. Are you unhappy with your CPAP provider? Did you know you can easily switch providers right now? I'm Megan Giggling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. We are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Contact us today. We ship anywhere in North Carolina. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.